Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. <laughs> Joe hasn't seen me in a while, and it has choked, choked him up. up so yeah. he's really, really glad to be here. That's so early. We it's okay, big it guy. I don't, should we redo it, or should we just go with it, Joe? You know, I just did hear somebody give me uh, real feedback, and then right after that it said, and I'd be lying if I said I didn't really enjoy your guys' banter during the intro. <laughs> so you know what? Just for you, Dan, here we go. In the middle. Well, from news sources to comedians, there from friends go. to advertisers, now he's on it a seems roll. everyone has an idea of how we should think and live and make decisions. And when everyone disagrees, how do we cut through the noise? How do we sift through all of that information overload and actually choose what governs our lives? Well, as we pray and process these things, we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Jeff, I've already said hi to you, but hey, hey how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really well, how too. How was your trip? Uh, my trip was fantastic, actually. It was good. We, My wife and I had this perfect, like, everything fell in the place trip where she had a work trip. Friends of ours reached out and said, hey, we have a wedding. They've heard we've been to Disney before. They were like, can you give us some pointers? They were going, the wedding was like while Mandy had the work trip. By the time they were done having that brainstorm, we're going to Disney with them for a couple of days. Nice. And then when all that got planned, I'm like, wait, what dates are those? And I had a trip where I had to be in Florida right before that. And so like literally I was in Florida. They came down and joined. We did the trip together as two families. The family went off to the wedding. I flew with my daughter home. And then Mandy went to her work trip all within like an eight-day period. It was like... That's awesome. Bing, bang, boom. So it was a lot of fun, though. It was very fun. Yeah. You know, you got to... You got to get out of the Ohio weather. I mean, if mm-hmm. you, if at all possible... Like, I, I tease Heidi. She's solar-powered. Mm-hmm. Like, when you don't see the sun, it, it's it gets rough. So we... Heidi and I always try to get maybe three or four days mm-hmm. away like in February or March, just to be like, make it through the last leg of winter. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know? And this year felt like a weird year to complain because it was not a very it's cold winter. It's not been a hard winter at all, really. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was good to get out and just have some fun. And I got to tell you, Jeff, if anyone listening and if you ever get a chance to go down to Epcot, they have this new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Yeah. It's... Awesome. Amazing. <laughs> That's it awesome. It might be my favorite amusement ride thing. Oh, of see, all now time. I gotta go. It's I awesome. haven't got to do um my my son went with his wife's family for a vacation. I haven't got to do any of the Star Wars stuff. Those are my second favorite things. Yeah, we, <laughs> we haven't been to Disney in a while. So and we, yeah. we like that kind of stuff too. So it's one so of these fun. days. So so fun. One of these days I'll sell plasma and <laughs> part of my liver well that's... get back get back to disney <laughs> well that was part of what i i tease mandy all the time and man my wife if you don't know she's such a hard worker and like she's a great uh employee and all that kind of stuff but every once in a while i tease her i'm like because she loves to travel i'm like you work so that you can go on vacation like this is <laughs> yeah. this is pretty much why you do this and um but it was it was good to get away that's, that's for sure. awesome well anybody listening if you have a private jet or you know bob Iger personally <laughs> uh you can reach out to me here at the church and we'll go to disney <laughs> i would love it if someone took you up on that uh, <laughs> um i was talking with bobby and uh, yeah i called bob when i heard you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good deal all right well um today's question um, is actually all about drugs, and they kind of grew up 
Yeah, it's just, it is what it is, right? As a matter of fact, they titled their question, Drugs, Marijuana, Mushrooms, and More. Sounds um, like a great podcast. <laughs> maybe that's what we should call the podcast. Maybe that's what it'll be. Uh, maybe with that's Jeff what it'll Bogue. be. That's right. Drugs, <laughs> Marijuana, Mushrooms, and More with Jeff Bogue. Um, and... Uh, so they kind of walk through some of their past. It, it was a long and wonderfully submitted question. I won't get into all of it right here. But they said, based on some things that kind of blew up with their expectations with a leader in their life, it devastated them. And then you fast forward to 2022, and when it comes to drugs, it's like now pot's legal in a lot of places. Mushrooms are uh, decriminalized in Washington. Psychedelics are being researched for mental health benefits. What in the world does the Bible say? So here's their question. Are there good drugs and bad drugs, like biblically? Um, I, I'm going to read this because I think it's hilarious, but like, did Jesus smoke a sweet herb? Uh, if so, <laughs> was it marijuana? What would the Bible say about medicinal marijuana? Is there a biblical distinction against drugs that grow in nature or drugs that human would create? Um, gosh, please help me cut through the noise. Where, where do we find direction when it comes to like drug use? Well, Jesus did not smoke marijuana. <laughs> I actually, I thought that I actually thought it was a, a great question. I actually uh, researched it a little bit. There is a um, uh, an internet folklore thing out there that was pushed by High Times magazine. Nope. So, not <laughs> that times. it might be biased. Uh, <laughs> that when Jesus and his disciples were anointing with oil, that the oils had uh, extracts in mm. them, and then they were asking the question, like, could this be? Um, uh, marijuana extracts and, sure. and all that kind of stuff, and uh, CBD and that kind of stuff. And so um, uh, the answer to that's no. Uh, Jesus did not do drugs, for right. sure. Jesus was the uh, the Son of God, and when he had a vision from his Father, it was uh, real. When he was communing with his, communing with his Father, it was real, uh, because he and the Father are one. And the disciples... Uh, whether they were casting out demons or doing miracles, or later on in the scriptures uh, when they're receiving visions from heaven or from Christ Himself, uh, those are actual spiritual interactions. None of that has to do with LSD yep. or, or mushrooms. Right. Now, um, the question though that our our friend is asking is a very very legitimate one. Absolutely. When, when he asks the question, "Are there good drugs and bad drugs biblically?" And what I would say uh, to that is this: biblically, you're not going to find like you know God said that the you know marijuana is good and prescription painkillers are bad. That's not what you're going to find. What you're going to find as a principle in the Scripture is that the things that were created in the world were meant to do two things. Primarily, they were meant to bring glory to God, because creation speaks to who God is and that the glory of the creation, uh, the Creator. And then they were meant to serve us, mm. right? So creation was meant to be brought under the, the leadership or the control of humanity. We were to subdue it yep. and, and use it for our benefit. So when you think about eating plants, eating animals... Uh, when you think about a tree that's alive, but we cut it down for shelter or firewood, that w- that's the point of creation. The point of creation is it was it was meant to be a resource that we should respect and manage properly. Absolutely, yep. um, to care for us, meet our needs, etc. Et In that process, God obviously created medicinal herbs, uh, plants, etc. And from 
uh, I don't know if, I, I hesitate to say the beginning of time because I don't know the record, but for all of historic time, times that we would have record of, mankind has used different plants and herbs for medicinal purposes. Sure. And um, I would say that's exactly what they were given for. So marijuana, as an example, and I'm talking about growing wild in nature. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the farm in somebody's basement or all the legalized stuff now, which is actually somewhat different than what would grow in, in nature. But marijuana, as a uh, medicinal uh, plant, would have been given by God to help people, along with a whole other slew of plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, marijuana is just kind of the one we talk about a lot because sure. it's it's taboo and it's in the news. But when you think about creating ointments or uh, using uh, leaves to help with infections or to stop a bleeding, and like exactly, right? So when you talk about using uh, nature and its bounty and its ability to bring about health, and you're doing that for the purposes of bringing about health and healing, all of those things can be, maybe even should be used, and I would argue that that is is created intent. So if you say biblically, Mm -hmm. is is there an argument for using uh, uh, organic plants and and ointments, stuff like that? I would say, yeah, I, I think so. And were those used medically? Yes, they were. And were some of them effective? I think so. Uh, even today, um, <clears throat> I have like a deviated septum, so my nose gets plugged up. I use spearmint today mm-hmm. to keep my, my sinuses clear when the, when the weather's bad, right? Um, I would use things like vitamin D today to help me with my allergies. So in that spirit, yes. The line that the Bible's going to draw is being addicted or being out of control. Mm-hmm. So, because you would even say like wine is organic, beer is organic, sure. right? Those, those things are created naturally, so to say. What the Bible says is that you're not to be drunk or you're not to be out of control. The only thing that should control your body is the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. So smoking marijuana to get high is 100% out of the bounds of anything that God intended. Uh, Drinking beer to get drunk, drinking wine to get drunk is 100%... uh, Licking a toad to get high is 100% out of anything that the Lord would have ever intended. Using CBD oil on your arthritis is a different conversation. Sure. Because you're not getting high and the intention was not there to get high. So I think that's where you have to look at it. And then what happens is you get outside of nature and you get into synthetic things, right? So... I use uh, peppermint or spearmint to keep my sinuses free. I also take Claritin. Sure. Right? So th- I would take those same principles and apply them the other way. Uh, Tylenol and Advil and other drugs that give us a quality of life, that sustain our life, that bring healing and help, 
I would look at that and I would say that's exactly why God gave man that knowledge. You know, dolphins don't have pharmacies. Right. So God gave man that knowledge and allowed us to discover it. I think drugs that help everything from cancer to arthritis to mental illness, I'm like, yes, praise God that we live in a, in a time that we can find help for that. The abuse of those drugs is a completely different conversation. Right. Right? So you start talking about opioids, you start talking about painkillers, you start talking about um, even mental health drugs that are abused in some way, 100% out of bounds and not God's intention. Sure. That makes a lot of sense that, you know, like you said, like what, what is it that controls us? What, a, what actually has a hold in our life? You mentioned something specifically about like not being addicted. And I want to dig into that a little bit because sometimes we're addicted and it's like obvious, you know, like you, you can't wake up without a drink. You can't go without a day of that painkiller. You can't like, okay, those addictions might be more and more prevalent. But then there's a lot of addictions where like we might say things like, well, I can quit whenever I want. Um, yeah. I, I can stop. Try you know. it. Right. And so like how, how do you help someone discover like, hey, this habit – Man, like it's it it might be worse than just a habit. It might be something worse than just something you want to do regularly. Like this is an addiction. So an addict an addiction is anything that my body doesn't need that I can't live without. Mm. So I'm not addicted to water, right? Because my body needs it. Needs it. I'm not addicted to oxygen. My body right. needs it. I'm not addicted to Dr. Pepper Zero. Right. I get it. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're 100% on the same page here, Jim. Oh. Right? A medicine that my body needs. So if you're on blood thinners, if you're on you know blood pressure medicine, uh, if you're on uh, medicine to help with your mental health, your body needs it. Your body uses it. And I d- that is not an addictive thing. Your body needs it, and you cannot live without it. Mm-hmm. Sugar, uh, fatty foods, alcohol, etc. That's a different conversation. So when we are, our bodies are not our own. Our bodies belong to the Lord, and they're connected to our relationship with Christ because we worship God, honor God, and and serve God Mm -hmm. through our bodies oftentimes. So my addiction to, if you said, um, well, I need food, I'm like, but you're using it in an addictive way. Yeah, You need food, but the amount of food you're taking in, which causes obesity, mm-hmm. you're addicted to something. It's controlling you. You're not controlling it. Um, caffeine. It, the, uh, well, I can stop drinking coffee whenever I want. Well, then do it. Mm-hmm. And then go through the sweats and the headaches and the fogginess. And I'm like, it doesn't mean that, that caffeine's horrible, and it doesn't mean that coffee is a sin, it means I have to be honest about my inability to live without something that my body could live without. Right. Right. And and that's where you cross a, a line with it. I, I think there's there's times with prescription meds, uh, and there's certainly times with organic medicine that um, if I cannot go to sleep now without a glass of wine, mm-hmm. um, if I cannot function through the day unless I meet a sugar craving. Um, I need I need to double click on that because my life is being driven by something other than food. 
It doesn't mean if I cannot, if I panic, if I don't exercise that day, mm-hmm. right? I can be addicted to that. It, it's I can be addicted to the television. I think a mass addiction is social media. Yeah. Um, I I challenge you to go a day and only pick up your phone to see if your kids are okay. <laughs> I mean, try doing that. So, like, what happens is we, we start to be controlled by other things. That is an addiction. Mm-hmm. When it comes to medicine, my body is not addicted in a biblical sense when that medicine is sustaining me. Right. It's when I'm abusing that medicine. So I'm not, I don't know that using CBD oils and things like that, I don't know that that's sin. That's part of why they were created. You're not getting high off of that. Um, medical marijuana, I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't have a massive problem with it. Like I, because, honestly, because I have a, uh, had a friend that was dying of a cancer, and it's what relieved her pain. And I would look and say, that's what it was meant for. Sure. So praise God that he blessed her in that way. That's completely different than sitting around smoking a joint Mm -hmm. and getting high with your friends. Yeah, I think that one of the um, things that, like, culture in and of itself isn't necessarily evil, but there become good and bad outplays of culture. And one of the things that our culture does that hurts this conversation is we say, like, hyperbole things like, I can't live without blank. And we just start to throw those things around, like, man, I just can't live without my coffee. I can't live without, you know, stopping and, and getting my pizza. Ever. I can't live without my glass of wine at night. I can't. And we say it with this, like, tongue-in-cheek attitude, and we say it with, like, the ha-ha-ha, and we give each other the wink and nod because either we understand that exact thing or we know we have something else like it that we right. would also say, I can't live without. And we give each other these excuses almost, like, yeah, you're right, man. It is hard to go without that glass of wine at night. Am I right? It's like... And we don't address it with each other. And as someone who like recently battled through, and I mean, technically is still battling through their food addiction, like that kind of mindset does not help. Like you're you're allowing me, you're allowing that other person to to spiral deeper and deeper into their addiction by basically passing it off. Like, yeah, we all are addictive every once in a while. Yeah, there, there are definitely um, addictions and abusive behavior, because you can abuse and not be addicted. Sure. Addictive and abusive behaviors that are socially acceptable. Yep. Nobody thinks twice about having too much to drink on New Year's Eve or St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. Sure. And, and I think that Jesus would look and say, wait a minute, mm-hmm. wait a minute. I didn't even say don't go out with your friends. I'm like, wait a minute. You're not in control or you abuse something now, everything from your testimony to your safety to other people, right? Nobody thinks twice about, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, your, it's your birthday. Let's, let's have cake and pizza. And, but, but Jesus might be like, now, wait a minute. What if you had a, a little bit of each and enjoyed your evening? But mm-hmm. why are we gorging mm-hmm. right now? And those are socially, because that, that's exactly what it's like. Come on, it's your birthday, mm-hmm. you know? And... I think as Christ followers, we, we need to speak into that. Mm-hmm. What happens, too, is this. When a, an addiction or an abuse is socially acceptable, it becomes taboo to talk about. Right. 
So looking, who looked at you and said, Joe, you need to lose 100 pounds? Unfortunately, nobody. Yeah, because it would be taboo mm-hmm. to, to do that, right? And, and the same thing with sugar, the same thing with drinking, just whatever happens to be taboo. And it's actually not loving. It's actually not, mm-hmm. not helpful. So those are the biblical principles, like loving each other. Nature is there to help us and bless us. Um, when it comes to like like the the our listeners talking about like mushrooms and more, like most of what he's talking about, he's talking about the abuse of drugs. I'm like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the same thing about uh, pharmaceuticals, man-made yeah. drugs. Absolutely not abusing them. And I would say the same thing actually about everything in life, so to say. Like, we're not to be abusing our bodies in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. But God gave us all of that for our pleasure. Like, enjoy a bite of cake or whatever. Uh, and he gave all that for us for our help. Like, if that actually does bring relief and help, um, then it brings relief and help. And sure. praise God that he created it for us. Yeah, and there might be an instance where somebody just needs to straight up seek professional counsel. You know, your sure, buddy, 100%. you know, your if your buddy is like, "Yeah, man, it's okay. You need this." It's like that's probably not the advice you're looking for. But if it's if you're looking at it from a spiritual angle, seek a spiritual leader, your pastor. If you're going at it from a medicinal angle, it's like talk to your doctor. Um, but just going off of like you said, like High Life magazine or someone that gives you the opinion you want, that's not the kind of counsel we're looking for. Uh, and and I this. would say the same, the other side of the coin, if you feel like you're addicted or you're abusing, mm-hmm. uh, walk that healing through. Yep. Like don't just stop taking that pill, you right. know, and like but you may look and say, Hey Doc, I I think we need to try a different course here. Or hey friend, could you help me? Um you gotta be wise in yep. what we're doing here because now our bodies need it. Yep. You know, and, to function. And not to go down this rabbit trail, but that's exactly what I finally did when I decided to lose the weight, is I had to go find a group of people to help me actually walk this pathway instead of just trying to do it on my own. So yep. yeah, so so good. Well, if um, if you have questions like this that you'd like to submit and you want to see if Jesus smoked the sweet herb... Uh, <laughs> Which he did not. He did not. Uh, <laughs> you can ask those kind of questions at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages, and we'd love to get them onto our show as soon as we possibly could. And if we can help you take any unique next steps, and especially with regards to today's conversation, if there are abuses or addictions that we can help you with, we would love to do that. That's one of the things that a church is there for, is to walk along those journeys alongside each other and help find healing. Uh, reach out, let us know, and let us help you find someone you can journey with. If you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more of it, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. And if you're looking for a community of people to continue to follow Jesus with, you can always join us in person here at Grace or follow us along online. Well, thank you so much for jumping in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. We'll see you next time.